0: Hi. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Anchor FM? What is that? Anchor FM is a podcasting platform. Anchor FM lets you record, edit, and distribute your podcast. It's used by some of the most popular podcasts that you listen to and many that you don't. Here at Bloodfest, the podcast, we use Anchor FM to distribute our podcast. When we upload our episode into their app, they immediately make it available via an RSS feed on, on Spotify, as well as several other podcast platforms. With a little extra work, you can take that RSS feed and send it on to any podcast platform you like, or send people the RSS feed link directly. Put it on your website. Put it in your email. Carry it in your shoe. Get lost in the snow with it. Anchor FM. It's the greatest way to make your podcast. If you want to make a podcast, download the Anchor FM app. Or get out there on the internet and go to anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Download that app at whatever podcast or whatever app store you like. Or go to www.anchor.fm. You've made a big mistake. You're listening to Bloodfest, the podcast there's no escape. Strap in, children. Things are going to get gooey. Hello and welcome to Bloodfest the Podcast. I'm Nate and apparently there are hot milfs in my area just dying to meet me. I'm joined tonight in the studio by Joey. Joey, how's it going?
1: It is going quite wonderful. Cannot complain.
0: So Joey actually doesn't show up on camera. He's uh, some kind of vampire we think. That's not true. Oh, okay. There you are. There you are. We are also joined live via satellite by Josh. Josh, what's up? Hey, hard Dixon and
2: airplanes. What?
0: Ah! <laughs> so, guys, guys. So it's been like I don't know how long since we've actually done this because we've had... So many problems. We we had an absolute just breakdown of technology a couple of weeks ago and somebody here, I'm not going to say who, had a nervous breakdown, which caused everyone else here, I'm not going to say who they are either, to have nervous breakdowns. But <laughs> we're, we're back at it and live. So Joey and I were sitting up here getting ready to start a live stream when all of a sudden his board called and we went off to go troubleshoot video problems at a goddamn football game of all things. So, Joey, I didn't know that you were, like, famous and important and uh, went and hang out at football stadiums. I'm
1: not. <laughs> there, there's nothing famous or important
0: <laughs> about me. You know, you can play along and make it something. Something. <laughs> so, anyway, it's been a while, little while since we've done this, and you might notice that our uh, our fourth member, Casey, is not here with us tonight, and...
1: Unfortunately, Unfortunately, we should he, all pour he one was out a, on
0: the ground. For, he was in a plane crash. Yeah, we should all pour one out on the ground for Casey. Listen, um, it's a hell of a thing when you overdose on Viagra and try to break into the cockpit. I mean cockpit. And cause a <laughs> plane to crash. It's just, it's terrible. So, you know, rest in peace, Casey. You're sick. Stop
2: naming
1: it cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. You just had to put a dick joke in there, dick.
0: You have to get at least one,
1: Bob, well, you have would to be put proud. it in.
0: Can't
2: pull it out if oh you don't God. put it in.
0: <laughs> well <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, okay, so technically I no, no. Because if you've got four skin. Where is this going? I don't know. Which you can pull it out without putting it in. What if you have five skin? Well, then you can keep pulling it out for a long time. Then you'll just deformed. You you need two moils for that.
2: <laughs>
0: wow. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and so, we're canceled. Yay! We're down to one listener slash viewer. <laughs> and it's me pulling up on another window. So we're doing this live tonight. It's going out on the tubes of you. So anyone who's watching it there, good for you. You found us. I don't know how. But we will also have it up on the, on the various uh, Spotify's and iTunes and what have you. In a couple of days. So if you are if you are listening to the audio version, you might miss out on a couple of, of jokes that require you to see what's going on or things you put up on the screen. But it shouldn't be too terrible. So anyway, go ahead and sit back, relax, take whatever drug you enjoy, and get ready for us to talk about one hell of an interesting film. Barbarian. Now, this time, I actually know for a fact that Joey saw Barbarian because he sat in the seat next to me at the theater when we watched it. It was uh, kind of like a little date, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, a little bit. It was kind of last minute. Yeah. Kind of talked me into it.
0: Yeah. Joey held my hand through the whole thing. Then I cried
1: at how expensive it was and reminded
0: me why I don't do the movie theaters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was literally $28
0: for a ticket, popcorn, and a drink. Dude, you, okay, listen, we live out here in the boonies. Anyone listening who lives in a big city is just going to laugh at you. They're just going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. You can drop drop 20, 20, 25 bucks just for the ticket in some places. They're (laughs) not going to laugh at you. That is insane. (laughs) Say it, Eve was weak. Very insane. Okay, so we're going to talk about Barbarian Guys, and tonight's show is brought to you by our newest sponsor, Coke Zero when you want exactly zero of the taste of Coke? So, <laughs> so Barbarian was, I think, a hell of a lot of fun. What do you do? You guys think it was a a good movie? So I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing very contradictory things on all of the forums. Uh, people who love it and people who are hate hate it. Where do you guys come down on it?
1: I I thought it was great. I th- I thought it was it had a great cast. I I think I've said it on previous podcasts before, but I love Justin Long in horror movies. You know, we grew up watching him in comedies and seeing him over the last many years transitioning into the
0: horror genre. He, so he's I'm going to give my, my thought on that because you, you said that we grew up seeing him in comedies and I'm going to tell you the truth. No, I didn't. I I <laughs> never saw him in anything before Jeepers Creepers. Really? And yes, and at this point, I believe I have seen him in Jeepers Creepers, Tusk, and Barbarian. I think that's it. I think he is just a horror actor, as far as I know.
1: Oh, well, you're not missing much because I can't really name any of the comedies he was in.
0: I so, can waiting okay. waiting,
1: waiting oh with a Dane Cook. Uh, yep, yep. That okay? Oh, and is you're Deadpool missing... in that?
0: Is Deadpool in that? He is in the
1: first yeah. one,
2: yep.
0: Okay, okay. So, hold on. So, you said that this is fantastic. So, I, this is a film I have not seen, but there has been a lot of online discourse about waiting, and so I am brought to believe that uh, this film has not aged well. Oh, no. Wolf, it's like a Wolf Revenge of the Nerds type. It. It's like it's a Revenge of the Nerds type situation. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, up it, yours, a lot woke more moralists. Up yours, woke moralists. <laughs> we'll see who cancels who.
1: I think waiting is definitely okay. one you should see.
0: I, I am It woke. did
2: not age well, but so did we didn't either. So Okay,
0: okay so I but up. I am woke culture. So am I going to be upset by this film?
2: Oh, definitely. No, because you have your own fucking brain cells. Oh yeah, okay. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> They'll be so offended.
0: All right. He so will. Look, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I was I was about to say the whole I never get offended thing, not like you snowflakes. That's not true. I get offended all the time. I was offended today by so, so you saw Elon Musk bought Twitter, right? Yeah, if I saw that. I mean, it was coming, but yeah, yeah. For, he bought it. It's his today. So you know what happened on Twitter today? Uses um. of the N word went up by five thousand percent. That then that's oh. the actual number. So people out there track that stuff. Yeah, that's what happened today. That's that's what happened. I was a, I was uh, I was a bit offended myself. So. So anyway, but the great thing is Twitter's probably going to go out of business because uh, Jack Dorsey, the guy who created Twitter, um, as soon as he got the billions from Musk, he immediately announced his new social media platform, Blue Sky. <laughs> it's nice. In beta and will be fully live soon. So <laughs> that's hilarious.
2: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Okay, okay. So somehow we got off track and that never happens to us, right? Oh, so Not never. one time. Okay, so first of all, the big, big... Big, big warning that we have to give. This is a show that spoils the fuck out of stuff and we are going to spoil the fuck out of Barbarian. So I want to give a quick rundown about what it's about. So what Barbarian is about is uh, the hollowing out of American cities due to outsourcing and the destruction of industry as part of the Reagan revolution of trickle down economics and the destruction of the social safety net and also about the dangers of mining. Do you guys agree? Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: That that was very philosophical. Very Actually,
2: very now that you're dead. saying that, like I it, it definitely does fit, but it it's is. not what I was thinking of.
0: I mean, you can't put Detroit in a city at this point. I mean, you could say, "Oh, this happened in Detroit." Okay. But you can't like make Detroit a real character and backdrop of your movie and not have it have something to do with the destruction of the of the middle class and the destruction of the working class and and the fact that all of the manufacturing is in uh, China now or Taiwan or various other places yeah. where they can pay, pay slave wages. So
2: yeah, so you can't. With your that. with your introduction, if if they didn't know that it was in Detroit, they would know by the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Just from, you know, the crumbling city, and, you know, it it is one of the worst cities, and it's our fault. Yeah,
0: yeah, 100%.
1: The exterior in the movie definitely represents Detroit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, hold on, I'm taking a drink of Coke Zero. I have to make sure that you can see the label, or the good people in Atlanta won't pay us for putting Coke Zero on their show. Coke Zero, when you want Zero of the taste of Coke.
1: That's actually rum and Coke.
0: Bourbon.
2: Also, if, if they can't see the label, they can't sue us, so no, that's make sure true. you just that's true. put it
0: straight up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Barbarian opens in the middle of the night during a rainstorm in Detroit. At first, we don't know it's a terrible neighborhood, but we will learn that it's a terrible neighborhood. And a young woman is pulling up in front of a house. This is the Airbnb that she's reserved. She tries the code on the lockbox to get her key. It opens, and there's no key. So she's wondering what to do when she sees a light come on in the house, and so she knocks on the door. And who should answer but Bill Skarsgård? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when you uh, when you see Bill Skarsgård, what do you think? You're watching a horror movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fucking Pennywise. Yeah, I thought
2: some sketchy shit was about to happen. Yeah, he's
0: Hand. even when he so in this he is playing. He's playing very nice, right? Like very accommodating. Yeah.
1: It's- you know, one of the personalities that raises a red flag with you and you yeah. immediately think, this guy's a bad guy.
0: Yeah, too nice, right? Yeah. He's too nice, too nice, right? I mean, he, he offers her something to drink and she doesn't take it and then he goes like, oh, you didn't see me make it. So here, you can watch so you'll know it's safe and I didn't roofie you, right? I mean, just too too nice, just, just certain he's a, a killer. So the deal is, it's a mix-up with the Airbnb she booked on one app, he booked on another. Somehow they have both in the thing and they can't get anyone to help them at the company. And also, all the hotels are full because of some sort of uh, uh, isn't it a convention? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, 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 convention. So,
0: so they decide kind of shakily to go ahead and share the Airbnb and figure the whole thing out later. Which, by the way, so gonna take you guys down rabbit trail. Uh, the use of an Airbnb actually is kind of important to the theme when we're talking about the hollowing out of American cities. Um, Airbnbs are doing two things. One, they're putting hotels and motels, especially small motels that might be locally owned by a family, completely out of business. And at the same time, they're grabbing up huge amounts of residential real estate taking it off the market creating scarcity and driving up home prices for everyone else um, so Airbnb is evil you should not do business with Airbnb Okay. yes no you agree okay I think I'm nice. fantastic that was amazing. All right, you fuckers. I couldn't
1: so, have done it any better
0: so what happens next in the movie what happens after <laughs> this is they're both they, they get to know each other Uh, Bill, uh, so, what are the character names? I don't know any character names. Keith and Tess. Keith and Tess, thank you. So, and who plays Tess?
1: Bill Skarsbard. No,
0: no. that's Keith!
1: Okay. <laughs> yes! He plays Tess. Ge- Georgiana Campbell.
0: Okay, do we know her from anything? Uh,
2: I don't think so. Not me,
0: well, but... I didn't recognize yeah, her immediately, yeah, I, but I thought it was possible that we... I, I, I,
1: I, th- I think you might.
0: So while he's what? looking at that, so they, they share the Airbnb. They're becoming kind of friendly. It turns out they have things in common. And this movie is very clearly heading toward either Skarsgård is going to turn out to be a murder rapist or something of that nature or an alien or a werewolf or something. Right. I mean, is I the only one that was feeling that way?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought he was going to be on the, the bad side.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then that's not where the movie goes at all. Um, while while Skarsgård's out during the day, she ends up in the basement. The contrived reasons to end up in the basement. And while she's down there, she finds a r- weird rope sticking out of the wall. She gives a tug and it opens a door, right? And that door leads into a, a kind of a corridor. And down the corridor, there is a room with a disgusting looking stained bed and a bucket and an old VHS video camera on a tripod pointed at the bed. Um so snuff movie territory, I guess, is where I went. Yeah, that's where I was thinking. Yeah. So she's freaked out. She wants to get the fuck out of the place. Um she actually gets herself she gets herself locked in the basement accidentally. Skarsgård gets back, and she gets his attention through the basement window, and he gets in and gets her out of the basement, and she's telling him, we gotta fuck the fuck out of here. And his reaction is, well, I need to see it.
2: Uh, like you do. Like you do, yeah,
0: right? What what the fuck is going on here? Unless, you know, he's BTK, and this is his this is his torture murder room, right? So yeah. she, she's like, no, 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 and he's like, no, I gotta see it. You wait here, I'll go see it. So he goes down into the basement. And then he doesn't come back. So she heads down after him. And it turns out that at the end of that corridor, there's yet another door. Which leads into a series of dark and ugly fucking underground tunnels. Now, I don't know if you guys know this or or not. But, uh, so that's not like a fantasy movie type thing going on there. So... I'm, I'm going to do something that I never do. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a, a sidetrack here. But millions of years ago, the area that is now Detroit sat in what is now known as the Michigan Basin, basically a bowl of land near the ocean. And from time to time, the ocean water would rise and flood that basin. But then it would slowly evaporate. And as that ocean water evaporated, it would leave behind thick layers of salt. And this happened over and over and over again, probably thousands of times. Then, after all that salt had built up, the movement of glaciers buried the salt, and pushed it farther and farther down. So, anyway, in the eighteen hundreds, they started mining salt under the city of Detroit and the city. I is, feel like is, we're back
1: in geography.
0: <laughs> that uh, would be like geology. Geology. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Whatever.
0: Geography, would, geography be would be where Michigan in, is, but geology. So anyway, there are these fucking salt mines under the whole city, and actually, they are still mining under there today. So there are all these like abandoned tunnels, and what are you doing? Are you fapping, Josh? (laughs) Do you have to do that now? So that's a real thing. The tunnels under there are a real thing. Okay, somebody else take over, (laughs) Josh. What happens next? Guys don't want to learn anything. I don't even know what to do. Do this. No, I was listening. Finish. Or I can't. (laughs) Jesus. I'm going to have a sip of my delicious Coke Zero. Made in the heart of America, downtown Atlanta. Where did all this just go wrong? I don't know. It started when I asked you guys to do a podcast, I think. (laughs) Ah. So anyway, she goes looking for for, uh, Pennywise down in the tunnels. And she sees him, and he's freaked the fuck out. I mean freaked the fuck out. And he needs to get the fuck out of there. And she wants to get the fuck out of there. But he won't let her go the way she just came. Because, oh my god, that's where it is. And she's trying to figure out what's going to happen. And then... I screamed like a little girl in the movie theater. Um, For those of you watching on YouTube, that's what we saw followed by... That. So, a thing... Which I'm gonna call the mother. I mean, what are we calling it? I, mother.
1: I don't really know what her official
0: name or. I've been calling what? her mother because of you know what yeah. she wants to be.
1: Right. She, she's something.
0: The mother appears and smashes <laughs> Bill Skarsgård's face into a gooey, gooey pulp. Um, honestly, you can spread it on your toast. Be good with a little butter, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like I'm disgusting. I so. know. And all of a sudden we're in a different fucking movie because now we're in what looks like the california coast watching um that guy that you guys love so much just justin long you just married huh you love justin long so much huh? uh, I, I, Josh
1: is
2: already going after him
0: was he in was he in a human centipede no
2: uh, no no okay he okay. wasn't dragged me to hell though Oh, yeah, that's right. He He was. was.
0: Okay, that's something else that came in. Drag me to hell. So, we're watching Justin Long flying down the California coast in his convertible, talking on the phone like a douchebag. And we learn that he is an actor who's famous and uh, he's got his own show, but he's finding out that he doesn't have his own show because there are some accusations about something he might have done to uh, a woman who was working on the show. We don't get a ton of details, but shit is going to shit for him. He's lost his show. Uh, He's got too much money going out, not enough coming in. His accountant is firing him. It looks like his agent's firing him. So he's going to go back home to Detroit to try to rid himself of some real estate that he owns to get some money to be able to hire the attorneys he needs, what have you. And what, what real estate does he own? He owns some Airbnbs, including the one on Barbary Avenue, where we uh, just left Bill and uh, and, uh, what was your name? Tess. Tess, Tess. yeah. Keith and Tess. We just left them behind. Keith is dead. We don't know what happened to Tess. So he gets there to figure out what to do with this house. He's going to stay in that house while he's doing it. I assume it's his nicest one. So now at this point, are you guys thinking he knows what the fuck's going on and he's behind this shit? I, I kind of got that a little bit I that
1: he had something to do with it, but I, I wasn't sure I by because by that point, you know I had already thought that Keith was
0: yeah, I know but but he wasn't because yeah, so i I didn't know what that He's a delicious thing. delicious goo now, so Josh.
2: Well, I kind of got it ruined for me because oh. you said Richard Brake was in this movie.
0: Oh, sorry. Oh, oh yeah. That does kind of just fuck it up, doesn't it?
2: So I, I, I knew the bad guy wasn't here yet.
0: Okay, <laughs> so what's going to happen is dumbass Justin Long. What's his character name? Fuck you. Dumbass. Duck, duck AJ. 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 Yeah, AJ. Douchebag name. Hey, if we have any listener's name, AJ, dude, do something about that. That's, that's just not a good name. It's just not. Just not I'm sorry. Um... Sorry. Uh, So he is fucking around in the house. He sees other people's luggage is there, and he just goes through it. I mean, it's not just... I just don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. And then we get to see him go out and meet an old friend at a bar, at which point he admits to his friend that the accusations against him are true. He raped this girl. I mean, at the very least, he coerced her, right? And uh, yet he still sees nothing wrong with his behavior. So honestly... At this point, I'm rooting for him to end up like Bill Skarsgård did, um, except maybe more slowly. So he goes about looking at the house and finds the hidden corridor and the snuff movie room, or whatever you want to call it, and his reaction to this is, that's more square footage. I could raise the price. That was such a hilarious... He's running around the fucking place with a tape measure and stumbles into the fucking murder dungeon tunnels... But keep going and going, and he's running around out there stretching out his tape measure like a fucking idiot. This is the funniest goddamn thing I've seen in quite a while. (laughs) I mean, honestly. And what's he do? He comes across the mother, and we find out that Tess is alive. She's been in a cage. And we also find out what the mother wants. She wants to be a mother. Uh, She wants to love the baby and bottle feed the baby and hold the baby and these big grown and these grown up adults she thinks are her baby. Um, We're gonna find out that the so the mother is so what do you guys think of the mother as a a horror movie monster?
1: I thought she's quite lovely very sexy and very kind and gentle.
0: Josh please please
1: she was she was very brutal. I mean, just but she
0: was also, but she was also gentle. She she was also gentle. She's bottle feeding her baby.
1: Yeah, she she's very sweet with babies. You gotta
0: see her whole test. Very. She's gently. a little bit of
1: a bitch towards grown adults, but
0: I think it's just when they freak out, she freaks out. I think fear terrifies her. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. So Josh,
2: it's postpartum depression, is what it is.
0: You think that's what it
2: is? No, she's got tickle old biddies though. Oh Jesus.
0: Okay, so I find her to be a pitiable character. I think she is. Oh yeah, is, definitely. Especially is, later. Yeah, she is victim as much as anything else, because the real monster is her father, who I'm I'm gonna say is her father and her grandfather and maybe her great grandfather. Yeah. Uh, who yeah. really knows yeah, how far yeah, back it went? Yeah.
1: Good assumption.
0: So then we get a a cut to long ago when the neighborhood was nice and pretty and full of uh, white people. Um, And we meet Richard Brake, who lived in that house. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Richard Brake comes on screen. It doesn't matter how he's dressed, what he's doing, or what he says. He comes on screen, and you think, well, fuck, some motherfucker's about to die. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we find out that Richard Brake is a guy who uses his uh, job as, like, working for the gas department to get access to women's homes and then like unlocks windows so that he can come back later, kidnap them, uh, keep them imprisoned under his house and rape them. And then they give birth to rape babies that he then, when they get a little older rapes until they give birth to babies, et cetera, et cetera, And at some point this led to mother. Um, we're also going to find out that the old bastard is still down there alive somehow. And Justin Long is actually going to gonna find him and just shit. No, he, Richard Brake actually kills himself, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he, actually, yeah he kills himself because uh, I guess he doesn't want the police to find him. Yeah. Um, he also, so Justin manages to shoot Tess. Well, actually, no, that's later, isn't it? That's a little later. Yeah, that is later. I'm getting off. So Tess gets out. She is able to get away. And get out of the house and run for it. And instead of just hitting the bricks and going and going and going, she goes to the police to try to get help to go get douchebag AJ out of there. And the police do absolutely nothing for her because as we have learned from decades of horror movies, just in general, the police are either corrupt, useless or stupid or some collection of all three. So they do nothing for her. And so then she does what I'm hearing people online call an incredibly stupid thing. She goes back in to try to save AJ. Now, my opinion of this is I don't know if I can call it stupid since it is actually the, the morally correct thing to do, right? It is. Yeah, yeah I mean, shouldn't you? She doesn't know that AJ is a rapist and a douchebag. She just knows he's an idiot. Um, so she goes in to save him and he manages to shoot her. And yet, she still manages to get him out that out of there, get herself out of there. And they try to, they try to run. There is a a, uh, an, a a houseless man who she saw earlier, and he ran at her, and she was afraid. It turns out that guy was trying to warn her not to go in that damn house in the first place because he knows what's what. Um, the mother shows up and kills that poor bastard. And they're trying to get away, and they go to the top of a water tower, and. AJ decides that the best way for him to get away is to push Tess off and kill her so he can use that as his ability to escape. Um, And then Tess doesn't actually die because the mother breaks her fall, and then the mother kills that fucker AJ, and then Tess very sweetly Holds the mother, caresses her face. Was oh,
1: that the scene? Didn't she gouge her thumbs or something into his eyes? Yeah, that's yeah. how she kills it. Yeah, yeah. that's how Ugh. she kills
0: him with that eye. That motherfucker. Yeah, that was yeah.
1: so cringy.
0: Absolutely loved that. Absolutely love that. And then we get our happy ending,
1: just like Josh. All
0: right. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Did you guys not get a happy ending in the theater? I. Oh, was that just me? Uh, You You guys are leaving me a lot of dead air here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're leaving us speechless. Okay,
0: so here's what I want to know. So here's what I know. So we we all like it. It's good. It takes like two different really big turns that you don't, if you don't know going in, you don't expect. Um, I I think it's, I think it's smart. I think it's very well made. Um, Honestly, I don't have any complaints about it. So, What I was thinking we'd get into in a little bit, get a little bit into is something about why, even though she is a pitiable character, why the mother is so goddamn scary. And I have a hypothesis on this, but I want to see if you guys go along with me. But before I present my hypothesis, I have to ask you both a question. So, hey, Josh, if you think about it, from like, say, back when you were a kid, what's like the thing in a movie that scared you the most? Like the scene or the thing?
2: Hmm. I don't know. I pretty much blocked being a kid altogether.
0: Okay, just when you uh. were
2: younger. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. It's kind of random. Pretty much scared of
0: everything. I still am. All right. All right, Joey. Do you know what? What?
1: I think <clears throat> pretty much the entire movie of The Exorcist. The scene where she her head
0: turns. Yeah. That, 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 well, actually, that might work. That, okay. That, no, wait, wait, wait. I can work with that. No, I can work with that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. you Go with the head, head spinning scene in The Exorcist. I can work with that. Okay. 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 So Josh, yours is something to do with robots. Okay.
2: Sure. Let's all right. That.
0: All right. So mine is that scene in Salem's Lot with the vampire kid floating at the window and tapping on the glass going to be let in and he's all pale and doesn't look right. His eyes are creepy and glowy. That one, right? Yeah, everybody know that? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Okay, you bastards. All right. So we have to talk for a minute about Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud posited what he called the uncanny. The uncanny is when something is simultaneously both familiar and unfamiliar. When you encounter something that meets both of those criteria at the same time, it causes a deep sense of, of unease or dread. Um, Freud couldn't put his, his finger on why it did for two reasons. One, he was on a lot of cocaine. And two, he was a, he was a fucking scuzzbag grifter who had no idea what he was talking about. He got lucky on this. All right? Now, flash ahead to when people started making serious robots that look like people, right? So a roboticist from Japan, whose name just completely went out of my head because I'm tired, realized that it wasn't just simply like a point... You know, something's familiar and unfamiliar, and that gives you unease. But you realize it's like a, a spectrum, right? So you take, for instance, over here, you have teddy bears. Teddy bears look kind of like bears. They're very familiar, but they don't look exactly. They're a they're long fucking way from an actual bear, right? And we all love the teddy bear, right? And so you, you can move along the line, and you get to things that look more and more like something you know, like a living thing. And more precisely, more and more like a human. And there is a, a, a ways along the line where we actually enjoy encountering that. But when you reach a certain point, when something starts to become too human, the graph dips way down, right? And it, there's this basically this valley. And as you get closer and closer to it looking like a real human, the more it creeps us out. And he called this the uncanny valley, right? And so if you see something that's recognizably human but not quite human, it fucks you up. So vampire kid is not quite human, but it's recognizably human. It fucks me up. Little Reagan McNeil, who's clearly a human, but in that moment with the spinning head and the fucked up skin and, and masturbating with a crucifix, um, She's not quite human. It fucks you up. Your robot that you are going to pretend like bothered you was very human-like, and that's what fucked you up. You hear this discussed a lot when people talk about bad CGI um, or talk about where like they put Leia's face on somebody else, and it looks like Leia but not like Leia, and it makes your skin crawl. So I think the mother is square in the middle of the uncanny valley, right? She, she is recognizably a human being, but she's too fucking tall. And her proportions are wrong. And she got them big old titties that she should not have. And she doesn't move the way you expect a human to move, right? And I think she's creepy because we're recognizing the uncanny within her. So what do you guys think of that? You think I'm on to something there or I could I could agree with that. That yeah, I mean that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah?
0: Not yeah, not not I too mean, crazy then? No, it's I good. mean
1: because she is human, but Everything about her is just wrong. It is. It so, is. Everything I mean, around her,
0: about her, is just wrong. Yeah, which makes me sad. It makes me sad that she's been treated such a way. How? Oh, okay. Somebody's actually watching us on uh, on the YouTube. We have at least yeah, one you. viewer at the moment. Huh? Yeah, you. No, it was already. Wa- well, you, you <laughs> bastard. I. You know, there's. I don't even know why. I don't know why I bother. Come over <coughs> here try to teach you guys about Freud and salt mines. this So okay, so you know about the Etruscans, right? And their skill with pottery? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way I was gonna fucking talk about Etruscans. Okay, alright. <laughs> so how do we Keep rate, going? How do we rate Barbarian? Josh! On a scale of one to however.
2: I don't know. I I I didn't like it as much as you guys. I'm oh, really? I'm probably about a five or a six. Yeah, I didn't. It's it, it, a couple of jump scares were really really good. Um, of course, you know Richard breaking anything is awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't think Skarsgård was in there enough. I was kind of let down by that. Um, the final girl was cool. I just yeah. you know test making it through was was yeah. great, but. I don't know, just it, the, the bad guy, the, the, the mother was just underwhelming to me, but scary as shit. But the she story, just, bottle- there wasn't, I know that their whole goal was to not give us a lot of story, but yeah. there just wasn't enough to really do anything.
0: Okay, so you say she's underwhelming, but what was in that bottle? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, because there was no Infamil there. I, yeah, I, I did not get to sleep that night thinking about it. Every time I'd start to, start to doze off, what was in that bottle? And what's that taste like? Well, you know, her dad was super tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joey, what was your uh, your
1: feeling on it? I would probably give it a high sevens, maybe a seven eight. You know, there there wasn't like the movie wasn't filled with a bunch of kills. No, no. but what we had in there was brutal, gory, and I, I loved them. I thought the kill scenes were great. It's what you want in a
0: kill scene. And to me, that's part of what makes that movie so great. So I felt like there was a lot of implied violence that we don't see. I mean, we get some violence. But when we when we figure out what, what break is doing at that woman's house, that's implying so we don't see her raped or tortured or killed. But, but we don't we really need it. to. We just, yeah. We, we're already picturing it at that point. We know what's coming. And then, yeah, we're going to get from the houseless gentleman, we're going to get some more idea of what he was doing and so i feel like that implies and i also think the film implies a lot of uh economic violence and political violence and i think excuse me i'm just gonna burp up that coke zero coke zero when you want to burp and have it taste almost like coke coke zero i think i think the film implies a lot of economic and political violence as well which i i think is interesting
2: I agree. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, right. I, think, I, I don't know I about mean, that.
2: I think my problem was I just watched Terrifier 2. So Jesus. the gore didn't do anything for me. <laughs> Jesus. It's, just, it's, it's like, I don't know, <laughs> watching Gone with the Wind and then, you know, watching Caddyshack. It's like two different fucking movies.
0: <sighs> yeah, I know, because, because one, be of, one, them, of, one of them is is honestly when you're talking about Gone with the Wind or Caddyshack one of them is an amazingly made epic tale of what it is to be an American and the other one's Gone with the Wind I knew you were going to do that yeah I hate Gone (laughs) with the Wind I think it's one of the worst things that ever happened um but anyway anyway yeah I can see that so terrified have you seen Terrifier 2 yet
1: I started to watch it yesterday, and I was so tired from work. I ended up falling asleep, but I, I got about thirty minutes into it. And it it's you still brutal. have two hours to go. Brutally, <laughs> get, very brutal. Very like, I it was amazing. I was I loved what I saw so far.
0: So we so we can't we can't talk about what I want to talk about until after Joey so, has seen it.
1: I think so, I'll, I'll finish it, I'll rewatch watch it, it started again this weekend, and then after our Halloween special we do,
0: we could do one on terror. All right. Well, we can talk about both of them, actually. And maybe about, uh, what's the I, film? I think that,
1: they could be separate. Because all I Hallows think, Eve?
0: Yeah, All Hallows Eve. Our, our Halloween special, I think, it just in itself, will be long. Yeah, no, I mean, after, we could do, not the Halloween special, but... Like the next episode, oh yes. could do like the Terrifier series, yeah, we talk about all that motherfucking stuff. Okay, I have one thing though. I have to, I have to bring up from that, and it's actually it's a thing about both movies. Why the fuck do they have to take a big nasty shit? <laughs> what the fuck does that add to the movie?
2: Well, I think a lot of times I'll be sitting there watching a the movie, and I'm like, wait a minute, they never use the bathroom. <laughs> so I mean, you just you. you you have that kind of need to just, you know, you know, you, know, just make the character more human. And what what's more human than taking a shit? And who doesn't love shitting?
0: Jesus. I shouldn't have brought it up. I should not have brought it hey, up. Hey, the
2: whole reason everybody gets in trouble and everybody dies in fucking Barbarian is because she took a shit. So if you want to get mad at
0: that, then go for it.
1: And this portion of the podcast is sponsored by Charmin.
0: Okay, I want to talk to the people at Charmin. My son was killed when he attempted to give toilet paper to a bear. Yeah, they clearly
2: say in the advertisements that bears wipe their own ass with toilet paper. That is is not the case.
0: Those ads are fucked up. They really are. What is this? This whole fucking family, all they talk about is taking a shit. It's a family of cartoon bears, and all of their conversations are about shitting. I
2: don't know. Thanksgiving, that's all my family talks about.
1: Cause who doesn't love shitty? We don't, we don't do Thanksgiving
0: at my house anymore.
1: It's overrated. Why is that?
0: No, there's no punchline. I was just saying we just don't do it. We just don't do okay. it. Yeah, there's no punchline. It's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. This is the other thing about Barbarian. What the fuck was up with the toothbrush on the floor? Yeah.
2: They zoom in on it way like, too many
0: times. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like that would really oh that, man. that was odd. I don't know product uh,
2: placement.
0: Maybe well, you maybe. couldn't see the label.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I there was no point to
0: it. I think it was a it was a misdirect. Honestly, it was to yeah. It was to give you more of an idea that there's something wrong with Bill Skarsgård. Like maybe he lives down in the sewer and uh, hunts children.
1: No, that's Halloween ends.
0: <laughs> that but that I but. You oh broke him. You broke oh. Nate. Oh my god. They're the same story. It's,
1: uh.
0: it's turtles all the way down. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Does anyone else have any more important things they'd like to say about uh, what movie was this? Barbarian.
1: No, I just think it, it was a great movie. I, I enjoyed it and... Yeah, uh, you know, I highly recommend people
0: watching it. So I honestly, I uh, you guys know I hate like number scales and stuff. So that's why I make you guys do the numbers. But I would say that I would give it, uh, so on a scale of zero um, to ten bashed in Bill Skarsgård heads, I, I would give it an eight and a half. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a good score. That's, I was very pleased. Very I, close I no to complains. what I gave it.
1: That's right on par. Yeah, I had no complaints. No complaints.
2: Yeah, I had a great It definitely cast. belongs in this year. This year had some really good horror movies. This year
0: has been, oh my wow, God, phenomenal.
2: It's really good.
0: Yeah. Oh, speaking of great stuff this year, anybody else watching uh, Guillermo del Toro? Fuck me. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities?
2: I'm going to
1: have, have I I just care. I've seen just the heard first three it, episodes. Uh, just heard about it yesterday. A guy worked with, he was telling me
0: about it. So they're dropping highly two recommend. episodes a day. And I've seen the first 3 episodes so far and I've been happy I've been happy with all three that I've seen. Um, I hopefully we'll get to watch the fourth one tomorrow, hopefully. Um, really good. Really good. They're bringing in some real some great talent in the writers and directors and they uh, uh, you, you, it's it's taking great. Uh, oh my god! What happened to my fucking brain? So one person did a thing on paper with words, and then they right. used that, but made a thing okay. on paper with words. The stories and shit they're basing it on are pretty really fucking good.
1: He's stroking people. out. Forgive him. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. Okay. No, so like the there's an episode based on a, a a a pretty important story called The Graveyard Rats by uh Kuttner. Um I don't know if you read that. He added he actually he and his wife co-wrote most of their stuff. They added a lot of stuff to the Cthulhu mythos. Um, and this is one of his better known stories. It's really good. The first episode, I don't I think it's an original story, but it's got a definite Lovecraftian uh cosmic horror. Bent to it, um, the uh, the third episode is well. I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, it's it's really good. I think it, if it keeps up this this quality, it's going to be one of my my favorite uh, horror anthology TV
1: shows. And I and I heard the episodes aren't really too long either.
0: Hour ish, I think. Yeah. I think they vary quite a bit, but I think I, yeah, I heard they, they weren't too bad. Over out. about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. All right, are we done? I think we're done. (laughs) All right. All right. So for the listeners at home, if you liked what you, if you liked what we did, we're not editing this motherfucker. So y'all just going to put up with me doing this. So, For the listeners at home, if you enjoyed what we did tonight, you can support us by going to your favorite podcast app and giving us a like and a follow and a five-star review. And Be sure to follow us on the YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter, which is uh, BloodFestPod, at BloodFestPod on Twitter, or at BloodFestPodcast. One of those, I don't remember anymore. Then basically the same thing on the Facebook you can email us at bloodfestpodcast at gmail.com. That's bloodfestpodcast at gmail.com. Go look for us on Patreon. Send us a couple of bucks if you'd like to keep us from starving. Also, tell your friends, phone a friend, tell your parents, get, uh, get the name of the show tattooed on your genitalia, uh, whatever you'd like to do. So, I'm Nate, and for Josh and Joey and Casey, who we will all miss, we honestly, Casey flights of angels and all that my friend um i'm saying fuck off we'll do this again later